2: Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Here we go. 43 years ago today. This was the song that gave birth to all of us who think that they could rap. Wonder Mike looked like a car salesman at Sheehy down the road. My guy Hank looked like Larry Brown in his sweater. every very coached some youth football. And then you had the little guy in the middle who looked like Dwayne from What's Happening. 43 years ago today, 1979. How about that? A year that the Washington Redskins would end up going 10-6 and six and missing out on the playoffs because of Roger Staubach bringing the Cowboys from behind against Washington. 35-34. Two touchdown passes in the final 341.
1: I'll tell you what. I don't know any better than history. Got a freaking good beat still.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know? I mean. Good choice, buddy. He's you. like, well, my, you know, my name is Wonder Mike, and I brought two friends along. I got Chris over there, and I got Matt over there, and then Hank starts rapping. I say they they go on soul train and he's wearing a sweater <laughs> like he's going to a, you know Christmas Eve around the fire with family. It's amazing how things have changed. So 3-0-1-2-3-0-0-9-80. what a great song it was. Sugar Hill Gang simply fantastic. And you know the Washington Commanders are trying to get to fantastic Chris but yesterday I thought uh, pointed comments Toward an individual player now, and I, and I will say this: I will give them credit for being consistent mm-hmm. for the comments that they've made publicly in the past about Chase Young. Okay, they weren't just picking on Chase, is my point. Because yesterday, I thought they they were very direct about Jamin Davis and his need to continue to improve and improve quickly. Now, I will say this in Jamin's defense they drafted him tried to make him a middle backer when he was a weak side backer now they've shifted him back to weak side backer to you know one game into his second season and everybody's still on the panic button because you you moved him to middle now you've moved him back to weak side that's on the coaches too now some players make the adjustment faster than others Jamin certainly got to continue to refine the craft mm-hmm. but I, I just thought that was very very interesting but direct comments uh, from Jack Del Rio yesterday as it pertains to a guy that, yes, he's 100% right. He has to get better. Right. But, you know, one game into another shift to a new position may not necessarily be um, the time to crush your guy uh, as this season is getting underway. Right. That's all. That
1: That's my only point. Uh, b- but, I mean, yeah. y- yes, I, I I guess here's the thing. Um, He he absolutely, absolutely, absolutely has to play better. There's nobody that would deny that. But I would say this. Even though they did the wrong thing with him early last year, they sort of kind of recognized it early enough that they could get him off the – that they weren't trying to jam it down his throat all year long and that they finally found a way, I think, at times in the second half to use him – in a better capacity and certainly this off season and i think he responded quite honestly for the most part in practices in preseason um doing different things that we know he's capable of and i thought he made i thought he made some plays um last year at times that were like okay you can see what's special about him you can see the athleticism, you can see the size, you can see the speed, you can see everything. There just weren't enough of those plays. So, last Sunday, when they say, oh, he you know practiced well, he had a good preseason, I, all of that is true based on everyone that I talked to behind the scenes, based on what I saw, I think based on what you saw, even though he started in that third preseason game, along with Benjamin St. Joost and James Smith-Williams, he was not the only starter. Yeah. But, again, clearly, some people took that that starting in um, in Baltimore thing as a punishment, as a penalty, as a, this guy sucks, and he's... Well, no, they, they just didn't have a lot of linebackers. That, that too. <laughs> that's, that's part of but, it. But also, let's be honest. He needs, he this, needs seasoning. Yes, he needs the reps. I mean, it's like cooking a baked potato and not using salt or butter or sour cream. I know I compare everything to food, but it's the only thing I know. But he needs reps. He needs reps. He needs bullets. He Th- needs time. I, he. But needs... That's
0: why I'm saying killing him after the first game. Okay.
1: You know, uh, killing him after the first game. So d- did is, he? Is, is... Did he? Did he kill him? He called it a so-so performance. He called it a so-so performance, and he said it was just okay. And I think he's going to get better. Did he kill him? Uh, because young Buck Linnell Willingham. I don't know if Linnell's coming up at noon with Doc. I, I, I haven't checked the schedule, so we got to check. Uh, Burgundy and Gold today is coming up at noon following us, so make sure you check that out. Young Buck last night when I was driving to the gym, he was killing Jack Del Rio for having the audacity to call out Jamin Davis, to not have a one-on-one meeting with Jamin Davis. We don't know if he did or he didn't. I'm sure, but I'm sure they have. The Young Lion was getting after JDR. Doc and Linnell mm. tag teaming, so Linnell might be listening to this now. The young fella was hammering Jack Del Rio. Now listen, Jack's kind of kind of become the whipping boy. He here is of late. There is no doubt. First of all, the when I when I got home yesterday, I listened to the press conference before I saw any reaction. I said, "Hmm, that's interesting." I, his G-
0: best line, G- his best line of the day was the independent contract. That line. was the
1: that was the other thing that I pulled out. He called pass rushers. Who do you think he's talking about? Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious there aren't many. I mean, hello, ding dong. He's talking about Chase Young and Montez Sweat working as independent contractors. Nobody had a problem with that. But everybody had a problem with him going after Jamin Davis. Now, the first thing that you should point out, or that I pointed out on Twitter yesterday, is I'm really surprised that Jack did that because Jack never calls out anybody by name. Jack is so hesitant Jack is so reluctant to be honest at he had no problem being re- honest on Twitter about politics and about the dust up he had zero interest in cooperating with any questions good or bad like he it's not just a bad thing but he I mean he would be more likely to say something good about somebody but he would never say anything bad about anybody the first two years but if you notice let last june i guess before the dust up thing remember he called out the guys that weren't in the ota periods last year as For- the heat has turned up yes. on him yes. he has
0: now started to you know deflect some of that criticism okay
1: and also what did i tell you I- i've told you this a couple times right birdies have told me that jack and ron don't exactly see eye-to-eye, eye and that Jack pretty much is well, out of here. Right, but that's on Ron, though. Why, why I know, have him on your coaching staff? I know, I know. Listen, I'm you not, the, ol- who, I'm not the only one coach. that's heard this.
0: Jack has not changed one iota during no. his time in the National no. Football League. Jack is who he is. Right. And and is going to remain who he right. is. That, that Whether you agree or disagree with Jack, his motives, what he says, his Twitter opinions, whatever... Jack Del Rio is Jack Del Rio. He never I agree.
1: He is never changing. I agree. He is who he is. But he's he's not happy here, from what I've heard. And from I haven't heard as much of this, but going back to what Liddell said last night, he said that he was told by a team source. I don't know who this team source is, that there is big time friction between Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera. Now I've heard, I've heard that, you know. Jack and, and Ron have very quite different philosophical, you know, uh, differences and whatever. And again, that Jack is not exactly happy here. And this was before. This was before the Twitterati incident and the fine and whatever. I don't think Jack's going to make the whole year. Or if he does somehow, if he does somehow, I don't think Jack is going to be here next year. But basically, that was what LW was saying uh, last night on the fan. When I was going to the gym, he was like, "I heard from a source that you know that that Jack wanted nothing to do with Jamon Davis in the draft, and that that was Ron's call." I don't know if that's true. I haven't heard that specifically, so I'm not going to make that up, and or, or I can't corroborate uh, corroborate that. But with how Jack basically, again, I don't think he blasted Jamon Davis, but he called him out. He did call him out. Said his okay performance so so he can do better than that guess what he's right yeah he's right and jack has the right to say that the thing by about the way that,
0: if if all the reporters that cover this team on a regular basis all the fans see it you know Jack sees it and quite frankly it's a it's an honest answer. Yes from from Jack in that situation. And I'm fine with that, aren't you? Yes, I, I've got no problem. I've got no problem with the answer itself. It's not like he savaged him. Right. But he just put him it put it out there that hey, yeah, we expect better from the player. Guess what? Jamin Davis, again. And, and even Ron alluded to it, and just to give you specific uh points on it, Ron alluded to it, you know that Ron says he thinks he'll get better Mm -hmm. with better technique. Like he played Kirk the wrong way on a play. He took the wrong leverage, I think it was, on a a play with Kirk. And he was flat-footed, you know, essentially waiting on ATN. And you can't be flat-footed. No. When you're was waiting, that on the
1: on the swing that they I missed?
0: I believe okay. yes, because ATM was wide right. open. Right. He was wide
1: open. So, he, now he should have given up that touchdown, so it should have been worse. As it was, he was four of six in coverage. Yeah. Uh, or, or four tar, I, I should say four and, receptions and, and, on and six. Look, to be honest, Holcomb wasn't sharp
0: either no, in, in coverage no, no. either. So I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna give you some numbers when we come back on both Holcomb and and some other things, which leads us into oh gosh. Why I'm scared to death that this team is not going to go two and zero.
0: All right, we'll talk about it next. Uh, we're obviously we're not that 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 gives you a hint where Russell might go later with his prediction because he's got some reasonable facts to back it up. By the way, um, we need the cleaning crew in here because the, the the guys down the hall just came in and savaged the bagels.
1: I, I mean, I I did tell them it's okay. Could, you
0: know. No, we're we're good dudes down here. Yeah. You know, we're the lower salaried people right. on the air right now. And you went and spent some money on some bagels so you, we could have some great camaraderie around here. Right. That's what some it's all about. Some fellowship. It's a fun Friday. It's a fellowship, fr- hey, a fellowship it's a Friday. Fellowship Friday. fellowship
1: ah, Friday. There we go. A theme for the I show. I like it.
0: Uh-huh. It's a, we got to get that voiceover guy to go, it's a fellowship Friday right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
1: All right, Thursday night football in the books, the debut on Prime. It was on 106.7 The Fan last night and Odyssey. And you may have listened to it, may have watched it. The Chiefs can come from behind fashion, beat Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Now the big question is, will Justin Herbert be okay for the next Chargers game? A week and a half from now, uh, his head coach, Brandon Staley, says he's okay. Did have x-rays on his midsection ribs, what have you. The results of that not just known, uh, or not known just yet. Chiefs go to two and oh. Meanwhile, John Dotson wins the NFL Pepsi Zero Sugar Rookie of the Week Award. Congratulations to him. We were just talking about Jack Del Rio calling out Jamin Davis. Too rough? Not enough? Or just right? Your thoughts. three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty Some numbers coming up on Jamin Davis, the secondary, and more uh, right here on Russell and Medhurst. And the Nats back in action tonight, hosting the Marlins over at the ballpark. 705 first pitch, 106-7 the fan, 635 Charlie and Dave on the pregame coverage. And that's what's trending.